Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. Especially when it's dealing with kids and especially when it's dealing with somebody in the school system, things like these are just very hard to recover from. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Police in Fairfield, Iowa, said they found human remains belonging to Noema Graber, a Spanish teacher at Fairfield High School, who was reported missing earlier this week. They said Graber suffered head trauma. In early November, the body of 66-year-old Noema Graber was found under a tarp in a city park a few hours outside of Des Moines, Iowa. Two 16-year-olds are now facing first-degree murder charges. I'm joined by reporter Larissa Leone with WOI Local 5 News in Iowa. Larissa, thanks for being here. What can you tell us about the victim in this case, first of all, Noema Graber? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Well, I know that she was a beloved Spanish teacher. I went to the visual that was held by her family and a lot of her former students and past students and some of her church members really spoke highly of her being such a light in the community and such a bright light in their lives. So she was definitely a woman that left a lot of impact on people. Tell me what we know about the case itself and and her killing and and what we know about the charges against these two teens yeah, so it's it's an interesting case. Um, there were two Fairfield teenagers that have been formally charged with first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder in the death of Nohima Graber. And, you know, it seemed to be they found out this information via social media. Somebody tipped off that these um, two teenagers were conspiring um, through social media to kill Nohima Graber. And um, she was walking in a park, a place that she walked every, like it was very normal for her to take these afternoon walks. And um, that is when she was killed. And she suffered a lot of trauma to the head. And like you had mentioned previously, she was found underneath the tarp in the park. And so police were able to then catch up with these two 16-year-olds because they had made online threats. Is that right? So I'm not, it's not for certain if it was necessarily online threats. I just know that there were conversations via social media of them conspiring to harm Nohima Graber. But I'm not for sure if it was directly a threat towards her. Obviously, it was something that became something, but I'm not sure if it was necessarily geared directly towards her. And so she was out for a walk and then beaten and then taken to this park and her body was disposed of there. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. And honestly, ugh, that just gives me so much chills. You know what I mean? It is a small town. And, you know, this isn't like walking in Manhattan or walking in like a larger city. This is a small town. So walking in a park really isn't something that is a typically unsafe activity. Uh, right. And just, just horrifying to think about that. And then the fact that Two young people are are allegedly involved. Do we know anything about how how police caught up with them or or any details surrounding that arrest, those arrests? 
the information surrounding these two young men are is very, very limited. Um, you know, there's not a lot of family that is reaching out and kind of associating themselves with these two teenagers. And we're also finding that not none of the schools kind of want to speak on these teenagers as well. So it's very difficult for us to, you know, kind of pinpoint who these people really were and why they had the motive to do what they did. Jeremy Goodale is one of the teenagers, as well as Willard uh, Miller. And do we know if they're still then behind bars? They are actually, I believe, still. they. So their attorneys wanted them to um, have bond, be put out on bond, but um, that was rejected. So they just went, last Friday, they went through their preliminary hearings, and um, they have been formally charged in the death of the teacher. And we'll just have to wait and see what happens next and whether they are charged in as adults or not. Has anything been said about that? Yeah, you know, it's definitely interesting when we have a case involving people who are minors, but on the brink of being adults. And when it's something this seriously, typically, in my personal opinion, I do believe they may be charged as adults. Now, that's not to say that this could change, um, but it's just kind of Based on my own personal experience with having, you know, seeing these types of cases, I would say that they would be charged as an adult just because, you know, it has been quoted by, you know, lawyers and stuff that this was a brutal murder. And you mentioned the vigils and people speaking. What about family? Have we heard any family members speak for her? Absolutely. So at the vigil, it was truly heartwarming. And, you know, as a journalist, you kind of get this coat of, uh, like armor where certain things can't really penetrate you anymore emotionally as terrible that is as that sounds. But when I was at the visual, I actually shed a tear because um, the son of Nohima actually read a passage from her journal and she stated something along the lines of, you know, I have difficult students and I know that, but I want to make sure that I'm there for those difficult students and have patience and grace with them because I may be the only person in their lives as an adult figure that can really be there for them and comforting to them. And I just thought that that was so extremely heart, like just heart wrenching is that this woman truly had the intentions to, you know, overcome any sort of adversity that she had with any student and truly be the best teacher that um, she could be. Her niece also spoke and she spoke about wonderful times during the holiday seasons with her tia, which is um, aunt in Spanish. And, you know, she just spoke about like the traditions and the food that they would make and that she was just such a lively being and just a really remarkable person. The women could say something to us here this evening. She would tell all of us three things. Always choose the light over darkness, faith over despair, and companionship over solitude. She made my childhood so much richer, and I'll miss her very much. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. 
Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Laura, so you mentioned that the the school isn't saying much. We're not hearing a lot from family members of the two suspects. Always tough when there are young people involved. And clearly, you know, this is, I would imagine, sending shockwaves through not just the family and friends of of the victim, but also anyone who knows these two young men now behind bars charged in this case. Yeah, you know, it's certainly, Fairfield is a very small town. It's a very small knit town. And, um, you know, this type of, when this type of occurrence happens, it really shakes up a whole community. I mean, especially when it's dealing with kids and especially when it's dealing with somebody in the school system, things like these are just very hard to recover from. There was a small town, Eldon, Iowa, which is very near to Fairfield, and they're actually making T-shirts right now um, in support of Nohima Graver. And they say, they say, small town, big love. And so I just think that was really great. You know, they donated all of these T-shirts and then the community was able to buy them. So the person making these shirts is actually not making any profit off of them. So I think that that's super special. And it's just kind of one of those things where when you're in a small town, going through a hard time and it's the best place to be is in a small town. Larissa Leon at WOI Local 5 News. Thanks for sharing the story with us. We'll stay in touch and see what happens next on this one. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. Be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. Will Johnson.